for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, September 10th, 2013. This is episode 98. Oh, my God, Eric. Episode 98 of Attack of the Androids. That's amazing. Isn't it? 98 episodes every Tuesday evening. You can join us live on AOTA TV, tagoftheandroids.com. That's where it's at. I'm Matt Lee. With me this evening, Eric. You heard him. What's up, Eric? Not much, Matt. Good, good evening. Good evening. Good intro. Nice intro, Matt. Way to nail it. Also joining us, Nick Carroll. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. Glad to be back. And back once again, Shane Brady on the Pixel. What's up, Shane? Uh, Not too much. Glad to be here. Finally got my internet working. That is nice. Nice internet. Looks good. I like the fan. It looks like your hat is like a fan, kind of. Like the way, that's perfect. Nice color hat. That's awesome. That's all he's missing, right? It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, so you're on your regular home internet, or you're on the LTE that comes with the Pixel? I'm on LTE. Oh, okay. So that's the that's, uh, that's like what the new Nexus 7 that Eric's waiting for has, yeah? Is that the same LTE, the one and the same? Well, my Pixel's on Verizon. I don't know what he's... He's probably getting... Should they even have LTE where you are, Eric? No, but <laughs> I might someday go somewhere where they have it. <laughs> It'd just be good to have, just in case one day I'm somewhere. It's a safety blanket. He's an yeah, early adopter of LTE. He's just waiting for the market to catch up. Uh, right, wait for exactly. it to come to me. I'm on the bleeding. To be edge. honest, with Verizon though, if you don't have LTE, I don't think you have anything. No, you have some pretty solid One X Edge, and also some 3G that's not as solid as the One X. But when it does work, it is a little faster. I th- oh, I think this is an LTE only machine. I don't think it does 3G. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I was saying on like a phone. <laughs> if there's no well, LTE, you know, I... there's. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I found that disappointing um, with the Pixel was that it was only LTE. But if you look at the Nexus Seven, it looks like they've changed course a little bit, and it's LTE as well as HSPA plus, which is better since LTE is not everywhere. Well, it's a phone, right? Or it's a tablet, so you have more room than obviously in a phone to stick a bunch of different antennas for who knows what who's going to use on it. If you can support two of the major ones, like that's a good idea. I would think so. So were there, we should talk about that then real quick while we're talking about it. Were there more release dates and is there a U.S. release date now for the Nexus 7 LTE? Uh, Well, I'm getting mine tomorrow, so I think it's been released. The LTE, (laughs) did you order it from Germany or Italy? No, I ordered from the Play Store. Okay, so it is released. I literally like it, haven't seen any Android news today. I just got home, so you guys need to tell me about this. So you can get one now, Eric. Hey, Eric, did you know you can get a Nexus 7 LTE now? <laughs> oh, my God! Did you order yes. yourself and me one? I did order myself and me one. <laughs> you are correct. Fantastic. <laughs> it's It's been available in the uh, Google Play Store since... Um, this would have been, I believe, Tuesday uh, morning, um, maybe Monday night. 
And yeah. it's only going to be in the Google Play Store um, in the U.S. Uh, it'll only be available there until uh, October, and then it will be available at other retailers. Um, we haven't really – well, I, we did hear I think like September 13th is the date for a few countries uh, in Europe. Um, yes. But haven't heard much uh, aside from that. Has anyone heard much on why they waited so long to be like, hey, it's out? They didn't even announce like a date. They were just like, hey, it's out now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, was, that it was weird? just sort of people found out about it because Android news sites apparently yeah, were just hit, say, hitting refresh on the Play Store. I'm not sure they told anyone. I just think people noticed, hey, it's there on the Play Store, at least as near as I can gather. Yeah. Is that I odd? thought I saw a post on Google Plus. Ah. That, but even there, the is, that, yeah. is that odd? I don't know. <laughs> that is odd. I guess we did also kind of find out or the initial posting of the Android KitKat was from what's his name? Sundar Pichai, and that happened on Google Plus, and then from there it turned into news articles. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if uh the the one month free LTE from T Mobile, if that deal had anything to do with the delay in uh in it being released. Um since I don't think we've seen any, I don't think we've seen any Google T-Mobile deals um, until now, um, and I, I like, I can't think of anything uh, since the hardware seemed to be done it already by the beginning of August. I can't think of anything that that would be delaying it aside from these special promotions. The, the only kind of T-Mobile deal I've seen Google do is, hey, we've got the Nexus forward. You know, we're also going to sell it through T-Mobile and AT&T, and they put a link you know, on the Play Store to get it if you can't get it from the play store but that's like the only deal i've seen i've not seen like a a release based deal like hey we wait to release this product on x date because of t-mobile so uh, you know the, the original g1 was on t-mobile only they used to be really cozy with google that's true huh? yeah but have they when have they done like a well i mean that that's a good point i just don't i haven't seen them do any like promotion like you know free month of this you know like they've done the like you said with the pixel it was verizon and then they did google drive um have they done anything else aside from those two uh devices yes. on, on google music you got free music if you were on um the t-mobile mm, i don't know new, i don't remember I which phone i had it on the new droids had that deal also i thought maybe on the galaxy nexus mm. Well, I, I kind of think that this is – I think Google's doing maybe a little bit of marketing misstep by by doing this like, oh, it'll be out in a few weeks. And then um, releasing it to like zero fanfare just to post on Google Plus, like that seems like really stupid marketing to me. Do you think me. they did it on purpose so they wouldn't sell out so quick because there were so many people probably hammering the poop out of the Play Store refresh, like refresh ninja waiting? Yeah, that's they were like, yeah, we shouldn't we shouldn't upgrade like our our you know sales system or anything like that. Let's just not tell people about our products so they don't slam our site. Well, I don't mean the site. I mean they only have so many to sell. Yeah. Could could I, they be waiting until they do they sell in stores for the marketing to give the stores yeah. a chance? No, just that the the marketing could be in the stores. Right. Yeah, that's true. I don't go in stores, so that that's very yeah, good I mean, possibility. Yeah. Maybe delay it so that way it catches more of the like since it's gonna be in October, maybe it starts catching the early Christmas shoppers. Right. And that way you I mean give... Christmas starts in October now, in case you were curious. That's true, right? It is almost <laughs> yeah, Christmas. We're a couple weeks away. 
I, I actually, I don't. Did they make a big deal about the last year's Nexus Seven Three G? I don't know. No, no. But it, but I think that we make. Don't we make a bigger deal though about like um, LTE and in devices like 3g seems like a little passe honestly eric we're only making a big deal out of it because of you because <laughs> i've made a big deal you, you've, you've actually it's made not true a big deal out of it eric it's all listen your fault. i've there's a lot of other like irritated people on google plus which that's a really good example i know no it is it's i find all my interest jeff jarvis on. made a post okay <laughs> speaking of jeff jarvis do you see the moto x on t-mobile 600 bucks i also heard it's on verizon thinking about going down there and using my upgrade but i don't know i don't know wait till the nexus 5 because verizon will get the nexus 5 right and it won't be a complete shit show like the galaxy nexus right no, but the Moto X will probably still be a different shit show. But it, <laughs> with the Nexus 5, you may have a better camera on it. Good point. Good point. Although, those dedicated chips, I mean, man, it's very... And, like, the camera move, like, take a picture now because I flip my wrist. Whoops. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I just want a Galaxy Nexus. Can I have a Galaxy Nexus with two gigs of RAM? Is that too much to ask? That's all I want. That's all I want. Yeah, I want. It's, it's two years old. Can you? Can I put another gig of RAM in this? That's all I want. Can I just pop it open. That's all I want. Just slide another stick in in the phone. No, it's fine. I'll I'll extend my my soul contract in blood and firstborn children with Verizon for two more years. That's fine. I I think be you know, people should just hold out for the Nexus Five. Um, not just, and I, I put this on Google Plus when you posted, um, when you in our community, which is that if you're thinking about getting a phone and you're like, ah, do I get the Moto X? Do I get the Nexus Four? Wait for the or the Nexus Five. Wait for the Nexus Five because um, because a it might be cheap if they if they go the same route that they did with the Nexus Four, and b even if it's not, um, there's all these there, you know there's been all these reports that there's going to be a hundred dollar hundred dollar price drop in the moto x this fall so i mean you you'll save money either way by just waiting a little bit has it been just super awesomely popular like people loving this phone moto knocking it out of the park yeah i'm seeing still a lot of reviewers uh or people that do reviews and post other videos that they're still liking the moto x and uh there was a, a recent test on either like phone buff or phone arena where they were like testing the new HTC one on uh, Verizon versus the uh, Moto X, like just in like from benchmarks to usability and stuff like that. Sure. And it's pretty much neck and neck. So even though it's not the most effective advanced phones, it's, it's really efficient. So I think it'll be a really good phone to get once the price drops to more manageable levels, moderate levels. That's what I'm kind of thinking because I, I definitely don't want an S4. I don't. I don't know if I want an HTC One. I feel like there's better, or there will be better, and that the G Nexus is just good enough until there is better. You know. The thing I like about the Moto X, at least from what I've seen, is it's so it's relatively efficient. Like it's efficient in design, it's efficient in operation. You know, it's, it's good not build. A, it looks like the HTC like. One is super tall because of those extra speakers, and it's got the same size screen. And sure, it's a little bit better, but I mean, it's still a heavier phone, significantly taller. So. Yeah, the Moto X, every every spec, everything about it has an actual purpose. Um, to, you know, it's not just there for specs. And so, you know, I'm, I'm tempted at, at, about the Moto X. Um, 
But I kind of feel like I want to stick with the Nexus line because I always want to have the updated version. Right, yeah, and if you're that's that's definitely the thing to do if you're not on Verizon. I would say probably any other carrier <laughs> except for Verizon. Right? Aren't they the only one that being on like just the Nexus doesn't come out? Sprint or? probably. Yeah, we don't have that here. I don't yeah, know. I, what, I don't know what Sprint for is. you. Get a Nexus Five unlocked and then just put it on Verizon. Just. just do but it, it has way. to have their radio in it specifically. Is that you can't I'm put unlocked sure. well, phones on Verizon unless they there's would, CDMA LTE. My guess is much like the Nexus 7, they'll have all the bands and whatever model you get, you can just use those bands. That would be cool. Eric, what do you think? Right. Oh. It seems like the Moto... I mean, Nick, you, you said the, you know you keep seeing these reviews that are you know very positive, but that it's, it's more of like, you know, this is a good phone. But... It's I like I I feel like the Moto X was a little bit of a of a letdown at least on the you know the public perception side because like this is this is no Galaxy S three like people aren't people aren't like you know pulling out their Moto Xs everywhere um, it, I don't think that it hit the mark that that Google and Motorola was trying to hit yeah. I think honestly does that mean it's a well, bad I phone think, honestly, no, but... the reason why it didn't hit was a it was Motorola and b it was too expensive. I mean, if it came out at Nexus level prices and you didn't have to go through all the other stuff, you know, I think it would have sold much better. But the sticker shock of 600 bucks for a phone that mid-range specs or specs that came out last year. But that's the thing. It doesn't really have mid-range. Like the, the mid-range specs, excuse me, it performs better than mid-range, right? I would say last year it would be top of the line. But, but today it's, well, maybe medium high. I don't know. But uh, I would just say that... Uh, it's, you know, you're having these Qualcomm 800 uh, phones, you know, this, the, what is the S800, those are coming out, you know, now or very soon. And the 600s have been out for six to six to eight months, you know, and just now we're getting, you know, here's an enhanced S4 Pro or maybe underclock six, 600 in terms of specs. And uh, it's by today's standards, you know, towards the end of 2013, it's, I would say it's mid-range. You know. It has mid-range components, but better than mid-range performance. Yeah, I would and say the design looked, is also premium. So, and what I was surprised was that the Chrome performance was so good on yeah. the um, the Chrome on the uh, Moto X, which means that it's not all about processor; it's also about optimization. Yeah, the the video that I saw like just yesterday was you know basically the HTC one and the uh, Moto X. And, like, the Chrome, like, loading up a bunch of pages, like, you know, phone, phone buff, phone ring, or whatever it was. And if you had the pages neck and neck, like, you looking at it couldn't really tell a difference. Maybe one page would load, would load a frame or two earlier than the other. But even though the HTC One is more powerful, it's not as efficient as the Moto X. So, so I'm, not those... saying, I'm not saying that the total package, it's a mid-range phone, but the specs are mid-range. But it's more optimized, so it's it's a better value for what you're getting. So those chips really free up enough extra process to like handle everything else well. And I'd I'd kind of be curious, like wanting to put custom ROMs on it. Like, would the ROMs need to be specifically designed to deal with those extra processors, or is that all dealt with in underlying Android, and you could just throw CM on it? I'd be curious to see. In- did they release a kernel source? I can't. I think. I think they did. I think they're actually they're doing an ask me anything on Reddit. 
pretty soon. I think coming up this week sometime. I'll I'll put the date in the show notes if I find it. But it'd be an interesting question to ask them if they're any Moto. I mean, I'm sure they get asked for every kind of device support. But I mean, the Moto X would be a specific one I'd be curious about. My guess is Cyanogen would have to incorporate those special processors into the kernel for it to work properly. Uh, if we think about it, you know, with the camera apps or the, the you couldn't just put Cyanogen on a, you know, a HTC one and get all the same camera features. So, right. So it might actually go on there, but then you would lose the extra productivity in the, in the, the processors that are just, yeah, probably worse. They're dormant at that point. I would just say, as far as the Moto X, I think it's going to be better once, once that price drop occurs. I don't think we're as likely to see price drops on other phones. So, uh, uh, well, I agree with the others. Wait, wait for the Moto X to drop a hundred bucks or whatever. <clears throat> I know some of you guys yeah, disagreed with me, but I really feel like, um, like that they should have made this. They should have more promoted the whole like Moto Maker thing because I used that just to fool around and make a phone, and I was like, this is really great. Like I. That would make me want to buy one of these phones, but it's only available on AT&T. And if you want to get a T-Mobile one, it's like, well, you can have the black one or you can have the white one. It's it, They sort of – I think they dropped the ball, especially now that you have you know the Apple iPhone 5C that just got announced. And you can get all these different stupid colors on any carrier that well, carries an iPhone. Doesn't Motorola 2 like want – it maybe doesn't necessarily want everyone to buy the Moto X. They have this whole droid line of Max and whatever Ultra and Mini that they release. Do they? That maybe? may be something Verizon may want, but I, I, I'm also pretty sure that uh, Motorola has plans of having more default colors come to some of these carriers. So you may have like AT&T have a some colors that you know Verizon doesn't have, but I'm pretty sure other default color mixtures are going to come, even if they're just you know like. A blue, a green, whatever. Am I the only one I that thought could... we were supposed to be able to create our own? You know, well, I'm supposed to be able to have that. the hot pink, pink freaking buttons with the well, stupid well, green back. Like, to like it's supposed to be my you, phone you, on you, AT&T. Uh, choose the colors you want, and you get like a card or something. Maybe you go to the side. I can't remember what it is, but you can, like from AT&T, you know, or the different yeah. colors. Yeah, you, you can order You can order from the, from the website now that, without getting that card. But I do but agree, I, with Eric. Probably we're only the among the group that knows. Not your average consumer doesn't. They probably don't know. There, this is, but yeah, again, I said this. I don't know how many weeks goes on, but this is the soft launch that they're ramping up. No other company is doing this, and so their new that factory in America. That's what, what Eric. That is an excuse. It's a soft launch. No, it's it's a bad launch. It's not a soft it's launch. A it's launch. a bad launch. You think so? No. Th- no, no, no. I can't. This is exactly how you would you would you would do it. This is how Apple did it. Speaking Their first of, iPhone hold on. Nobody recommended a new iPhone <laughs> at all. When nobody was like, Matt, maybe you should get a new iPhone. Those were just announced. You could get a fingerprint yeah. reader. What look what show we're on? Of course, of course, I didn't say get an iPhone. Yeah, but ev- every show is still talking about it, at least to compare it to. To the, the, uh, the iPhone. I actually saw a lot of iPhone people that were like thinking about getting Lumias and Android devices after the iPhone launch, which was a little surprising to me. I mean, I, I'm not an iPhone guy, so I wasn't super excited about it. And but I guess there isn't a lot of excitement about it. Is that really bad when people are actually choosing Windows phones over? <laughs> that that yeah, that does tell you something. But Shane, it has a fingerprint reader, dude. 
I don't think you fully comprehend. No, no. It has if a fingerprint reader, works, Shane. If that works, that will be cool, right? The problem is it, it's going to work great on day one. What matters is how it's going to work on day 180 after it's been in your pocket with keys and lint and finger oil for six months. That's really against, that's that's when we're going to know if it's viable technology or not. If they it, just they start it to fa- last a year, so the next uh, iPhone comes out, you buy that. So. Yeah, but okay, but that that's you know Apple is found out though that people take longer to upgrade than they would like, so I don't think they can count on that uh, making it um, one year. But um, if that is the that is the only thing they announced today with a fingerprint reader, that I think we all should hope really works because if it does work, then we will finally see another phones and it will be an easy uh, security feature. Um, that will make everybody's phones just a little bit more secure. I'm, I'm sure the people will figure out how to get get around it. But other than that, there really wasn't anything interesting. And I didn't think – I'm really surprised that Apple came up with such hideous-looking iPhone cases um, with the cutouts. Yeah. Why would you put a case on a phone that basically the entire back half of it's completely open for crud to get in between the phone and all that? It, yeah. It made no- it, yeah, someone was pointing out you know, the design – issue is like the holes that cover up the iFind logo or part of it. So you see like, oh, part of an N, part of an E, stuff like that. So it's like even the cutouts don't really elegantly match the back of the phone. So I don't know. Yeah, it really wasn't a very interesting announcement. What about the cheap iPhones? What about what? What about the cheap iPhones? That's different. The color ones. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The the iPhone C is definitely not cheap. It's only $100 less. Cheaper. It's the same price as the Moto X. The yeah. cheaper iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they basically took, instead of giving last year's model, they just put a plastic case over it. Yeah, look, the big problem is these are really the same phones as the 5F, as the 5. The iPhone yeah. 5C is exactly the same, minus like maybe slightly better. One of the cameras is a little better. Nope. And, uh, exactly well, I think, the same. I think one of them, the front facing, is like slightly better, but the back one is identical. But everything else is pretty much the same. And the iPhone 5S, there's some improvements there, but it's exactly the same in terms of like four inch, you know, display. The resolution is the same. Battery is about the same. Well, yeah, they've come this yeah. far in that form factor. I can't see them making a big shift to change it. They're gonna have to eventually, but I don't think not yet. No, they're they're losing share now. Would you? What did? What did I see recently that the Galaxy Note two sold like thirty eight million phones in the last? They sold thirty eight million Galaxy Notes in the last year or something like that. I see like a lot that. of those in the wild, like Note. Yeah, 2. I see yeah. p- people love them because you know it's females. Uh, I notice a lot of females having those, like pulling them out of their purse. And it's this giant. Fo- it's funny to see. And and old guys, right, with bad vision. Right, right. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things that, that if you're if unless you have unless you're young or have surgically enhanced vision, the iPhone is awful to is awful to read off of from a distance. I mean, it's just tiny. I have to use the iPad Touch a lot. Yeah, and they I, talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. Go. On. I have to use the iPad Touch a lot, and it's um it's a really small phone. And they talk um, about games, but I mean, you know, they they advertise oh Epic Games is uh, Infinity Blade three or whatever. But I mean, it's you're on a four-inch display. It's really hard, and a touch it's not display. Even, yeah, it's not even a it's not even a full H, It's not even a full HD screen. But so they're they're gonna have to address that because, um, I mean, the Moto X has better resolution than the new iPhone. Yeah, and it's only a little bit larger. Like the case yeah. is only a little bit larger. 
Well, the eye can only see so much. Did you guys see this? Uh, I don't. I think Eric posted it. Maybe the the tour of the Moto X factory. Since we were talking about that, still just giant. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Fort Worth, Texas. Look at all those AT&T Texas factory, right? So all robots. <laughs> Kinda no. <laughs> Four hundred fifty-five thousand square feet. Not bad. Is that where your Moto X interesting. is going to come from? What Eric? No, it's just interesting. Like it's just it's. Just how it's set up. It's, you know, it's dual monitors on these monitor trees and people, like, just at standing desks assembling phones. I think it's kind of cool. Stand, people stand, assembling phones by hand, I think those are just press shots. They're robots in you there somewhere. So? Well, I'm sure there's robots, but, like, the, um, like, actually putting it into the package, I don't know. Maybe they're dropping off a little, a little card that says thank you. But this this is a lot of people to just be a press shot. Like gather around everyone in these empty cubicles. No, just move the robot to the Here. side and gather around. Take, take these lab coats. Those yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. They're all androids. Yeah, exactly. How appropriate. <laughs> it's kind of cool. All right. Uh, what else? Ooh, hey, who has a Droid X still? <laughs> I do. I do. It actually, actually sits as a as a clock now in my bedroom, and it, that's where it lives now. But it's a very uh, secure clock now, right? It's an unsecure. No, clock. it's been on CM like seven point two or six point. I don't know. It's old. But Verizon just updates a sec- some security fixes. Good deal, Verizon. Glad to see you getting around to it. What version of Android does that run? It's like two point three point six. And that's CM wow. because stock is like probably just two point two point three. I don't know, man. I forget. It's been ages. That phone is three and a half years old. Yeah, it's forever, dude. It's so long ago. Do you yeah, remember? I'm very surprised. Like they must have a huge population still using this phone. I still see these in, in the wild, actually. And they're yeah. always just the most beat up looking things, like screen protector all halfway peeling off, and just like buttons all rubbed off, and oh, just a mess. Do you remember well, when this it makes came sense. out? Though, There's like a, this I, was a popular phone. I know, I was, was excited. That was phone. mine after the Droid, the original Droid. I was like, I wish this didn't have a keyboard. And then they were like, Oh, here, half a gig of RAM, <laughs> a 480 by 850. Oh man, it's Good a beast. Stuff. It was a beast for its time. Well, good thing. Thanks, Verizon, for uh, <laughs> yeah. pushing that update out in a timely, secure. a timely fashion. Three years later. <laughs> uh, well, you know what's funny is that yes. the the things that they're patching, I wouldn't be surprised if it's already patched and been patched in your version for yeah, years. I'm pretty sure. So they sad. probably just pushed out. They're like, "What's the latest CM version?" You know what? Screw it. Just push that out. Call it good. You know, Matt, speaking of CyanogenMod, yes. did you see the article I posted about the calculator? Like the, how did. they changed the, the stock calculator? I did, actually. But Isn't tell crazy? everyone else about it. That's kind of cool, graphing calculator it's, style. Yeah, yeah it's adding the nice. ability to, like, you know, it's a graphing calculator. And my first thought was, it has got to be so much different now being, like, a kid in high school with one of these phones. Like, I, I remember, like, we used to... You know, one of the big purchases before the school year when you started these, you know, higher level math classes 
was like, okay, you have to buy the, you know, a Texas was, Instruments graphing calculator. It was the TI-82, yeah. and then it was the yeah, TI-83, well. and then if you really had money, you got the TI-92 that looked like a Game Gear, or 90, yep. it was the 90-some that I forget, but it was like, that was epic, man, and when you held that thing in your hand, it was just like, oh my god. Because that one could actually solve equations, right? That's right, and these would, you never play games. Somewhere? We had programs and games and Lemonade Stand and Dope Wars and stuff on these. Dope Wars, oh my god. Do you remember the Dope Wars? <laughs> yeah, when, so when I was I, in high I school, we really had a, uh, like a set of five approved four-function calculators we were allowed to use in our calculus classes. Really? That was it. Ours only had one. They made you get the TIs. Yeah, I went to school a little bit before you guys. I well, guess. sure. Did I remember your, your I had an, I remember I had an HP graphing one when I got to school and everyone had TIs and I was like, "Oh, guess I'll have to go get another one." <laughs> but that's pretty well, cool. That comes yeah, I, uh, on there. There you go, you can graph things out. That's right. You can put in those I forget what the equations are now, but there's there were those cool equations that would make like these cool designs like a spirograph. Do you remember the spirograph? Quadratic formulas. Thank you. I haven't got there yet in my Khan Academy classes. I'm working on it, though. I'm almost a master in subtraction with borrowing. Uh, did you guys see the Samsung Tizen? Tizen? How do you say that, Eric? It's, it's Yeah, it's Tizen. Thank the, you. Their little operating system. The Mike Tizen OS 3.0. It's a waste of time. No, it's not. Not if you're Samsung and you want to kind of do your own thing and say thanks android it's been fun I mean, yeah this i don't doesn't get make it. any sense to me why they would bother because they don't they can take android and do pretty much whatever they want to and have done what advantages does this give for them well it opens them up to a really big app ecosystem oh um <laughs> yep no. still don't get it no <laughs> It has a clean UI, awesome-looking notifications, and more running on this Galaxy S4. The only reason it has a clean it UI clean. is because Samsung hasn't gotten their hands into it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Actually, isn't it made by Samsung and Intel? Mm-hmm. Judging by the looks of it, it looks more Intel. More, than yeah, more Samsung Intel than, than Samsung. I mean, I know they're working with Samsung's Intel. still programming the spyware. One of their, they have one of their Android tablets you know, running Intel, so... Yeah, but I said the story. I don't think it's a big deal that they're running Tizen on a Samsung S4. I mean, they're not going to make special phones necessarily just to play around. No, I didn't think it was a big deal. I just thought it was interesting that like they're they're one of the most popular Android phones right now, and they're messing with this other OS. Maybe you should figure out how to make your little your little touch whiz or whatever they use a little more better. And then make your own OS. But first, let's focus on Yeah, this, this seems like like I, I don't I don't understand why they would do this. Like Shane said, it's like they can do whatever they want pretty much with Android. Um it's it's like they've forgotten what what the world was really like how it really like felt to do your own operating system and your own um devices. It really didn't work out well for most people. Um, Symbian was probably like the most successful, uh, and then everybody else, you know, running like Java mobile or all this other crap. I mean, it sucked. Is there any, Android is good. 
is there any reason they would want to like is there something android at the core is just completely lacking that they've figured out that they i i don't know i i'm struggling to like make that make sense now yeah because most of the stuff they do add to android is just weak, weak copies of the original stuff yeah so I, you know i mean it seems they to me it's Years ago, they went down the line. Maybe they didn't realize they were going to sell so many phones. When you're like 200 million phones into, like, you just can't. Well, we're going to go do ties in now, right? I mean, maybe this project got started before their supremacy in Android was assured. And now they've sort of got to play out the string with with Intel. Because right. sometimes companies will put together multi-year agreements, um, you know, to, to work on projects. So maybe it's a. It's about the only logical thing I could think of. I just think it doesn't this make, is their plan. I think this is their plan B, to be honest. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure they're going to give up on Android yet, but uh, I know it's not helping their case because I mean I don't see any uh, new devices coming out with Samsung's, you know, processors or anything like that. Or I don't even think like the new Nexus 10 is going to be a Samsung device. So um, they're coming up with a plan B, but they're waving around like it's going to be a, a plan A and waiting. I don't know. Why, why would you do Tizen? I mean, Windows Phone, I mean, that's there, too, if you wanted. They've ignored that. I don't know. I think they're going to continue to ignore that, too, <laughs> the way things yeah. are going as well. Ubuntu Touch. I, think they're all, I do think they're all in on Tizen, but I, I think that uh, they're not they're not going to give up on Android for quite a while. But, I mean, we'll see. Anything could change. Is there even a Tizen phone? I mean, I know it wouldn't be in the U.S., but is there any actual Tizen phone? I'm not aware. No, of it, I don't think so. It wouldn't surprise me. You're looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't lag. That was just I. Never mind. Good, that was good a on you. Dramatic pause. That was a dramatic pause for effect. You know. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Well, this is interesting. New transformer tablet with USB 3.0. Some high yeah, res. This one kind of excites me. I think this actually could be a template for the Nexus 10. Just, you know how the last Nexus 10 really didn't have accessories for the longest time? I don't you, know you, Matt, as well as anyone are aware yep. of that. <laughs> yeah. But yep. Uh, just to think of it this way. What if you had a Nexus 10 that could have a keyboard accessory out the door? What if you had a I, Nexus 10 that actually came with a keyboard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Is that what you're saying? So yeah, yeah. Th- that's, that's my gut instinct. After looking at this, I was thinking to myself, you know what? got the Nexus 10 resolution. It's like the next generation of what a Nexus 10 could be. Sounds like Asus may end up, I don't know. I hate going into rumor and speculation, but I think this is an awesome, uh, you know, transformer pad or whatever you call it, tablet. And, uh, and this, I think it, uh, this is cool. like the AIO that also dual boots uh, Windows 8 and Android. Yeah. But a little cheaper than the AIO or no prices yet. Yeah, because it's not no prices, but I would assume because the AIO seemed really expensive, but it was a massive machine, right? You were yeah, having it's like, like a twenty-four inch desktop, yeah, right? Exactly. But this is this is kind of cool, though. I don't know. I like the Transformer Prime. Like it, it was decent once it stopped randomly crashing. Tegra four <laughs> well, two I mean, gigs of RAM. That's not bad. No, not at all. I, I, I like that Asus keeps doing the the transformer line and it's it's interesting to me that nobody else is really going for this market like people have like everybody seems to be you know they seem to have the mindset of um people just use bluetooth keyboards but there's something to be said for docking 
the tablet into an actual like keyboard and then getting all the extra battery life and stuff. Right. It it's great. I'm with Nick. I I'm you know, I didn't think about it from that perspective, but what if what if this is the template for the next Nexus 10 and wouldn't it be cool if maybe you got a Nexus 10 and you could also buy the transformer keyboard and it just worked because they're in the same family like but that how would make is a lot it, of sense. how are they just now getting around to it they've been doing this kind of idea and design for a, a few years now like why are we just now seeing it? like you know it'd be cool if your keyboard actually came with the tablet like really i wanted that Ooh. back the well, these individual car. manufacturers have been doing it, but but Google hasn't been doing oh, it. Oh, you're I saying as open... an actual Nexus device with the yeah, Nexus. Yeah, an actual Nexus right, device, right. Okay. you know, yeah, what yeah. a good developer platform for something that integrates a keyboard, you know. So. Yeah, that would be cool for sure. I would definitely want one. And I we talked about this, this was quite a while ago, but wasn't isn't the current rumor that Samsung will not do the Nexus 10, that it was going to be an Asus device? Correct. Oh, that's so great. Really? I kind of I don't mind the Samsung one over. I mean, I like it better than the Transformer Prime I had. That's the only thing I can compare it to, which was Asus and this being the Samsung, but I don't know. Th- this seems nice. It's a nice. What? You know what? Samsung makes nice tablets, but I I've, I've been impressed the past couple of years with Asus. Yeah. I like their devices. Yeah, and I think the Nexus 10 was was a good uh it didn't just help Google in that it, you know, was a really good tablet for them, but I think it was a good, like, template for what, you know, uh, Samsung was going to do with their later, with their subsequent tablets. Like, the the Note 10 just came out, and it's got an identical, you know, screen size, you know, and resolution. So, I don't know. Uh, I think the Nexus 10 was really good, but I do think that, like, the new Nexus 10 that's going to come out, it will be by Asus, and it may very well have Transformer-like functionality, that, you know. Yeah, it's nice. What's the Galaxy <laughs> Gear, Eric? Uh, sorry, I was I was, oh. I was on mute. Please, Shane. But, but what if what if KitKat? One of the things it adds is that it's a lot better with keyboards in integration with the operating system because it, there's it was just a little the integration on a, on a Transformer Prime. It was always a little janky with the keyboard and the mouse and all that. Was it? I never had any problems with it. Compared compared to a regular keyboard and mouse. Was there lag? No. What what was the problem? No, I, I mean just it's not everything worked as smooth. Like you, it just didn't quite. Uh, to me, it wasn't um, as integrated. It wasn't a true laptop experience. I guess is what I'm saying. You always felt like oh. you're making compromises. So what if KitKat four? You know, this is one of the things um, that's better with peripherals and that type of stuff. And then they release it on the Nexus ten. That would be cool. It would be good. I you know. Um... Maybe not KitKat though. Like it, I, I can see them doing that with a version five because that seems like it would be a much, you know, much more overarching UI, you know, update to like to work well with peripherals. And it sounded like you were saying it, the way I was interpreting what you were saying with the keyboard was that, um, you know, the user experience of actually using it was not very, you know, smooth or integrated. Not the actual like typing of the keyboard itself. And that seems like it would be a bigger operating system change than just a point release. So you want it to know when it has a keyboard and mouse and then change the UI to, like, Windows 8.1. Yeah, that's what <laughs> no, I want. That's exactly what I want. Windows. Moving on. <laughs> uh, what about a smartwatch, Shane? Do you want a smartwatch? 
nice Galaxy Gear hands-on here from Droid Life. Uh, actually, I, ha I have one right here. The Pebble? What is uh, that? See, it's a, it's a Galaxy Gear <laughs> oh, right there. What is that? Is that a Galaxy Nexus? That that looks nice. <laughs> it's, an, it's, a, it's a Nexus Four. See, it's a Nexus now, Watch. Um, well, again, getting, it reminds me of why I don't think Samsung has done much with Tizen, as that the Samsung watches looked ugly to me. Um, it's just too big. It's too much. How like, can you make it useful I, and make it any smaller, though? Like there, you have to compromise somewhere. You're either gonna wear a big dorky watch. Or are you going to be wearing glass? Um, Maybe you get Swatch to do it. Do you guys remember Swatch? Those Swatch yeah. watch? Oh, man, if you could get Swatch to do one, I'd maybe be down with that. I, I think the orientation is wrong, though. Like, they make it so that it's, it, you know, it's um, perpendicular to your arm, where I think it should be parallel to your arm to make it a little bit... I mean, it'd be weird looking for a watch, but it just looks weird to me. Like, okay... Instead of instead of being oriented like this, yeah, yeah. oriented like this, right? Because then like, you can't move Trek your hand. <laughs> I don't know. Feel like Megatron. What they need to do no, no, no. is just put it in clothing so that your sleeve, like in that show Continuum, they did it, just right there, and then wherever your clothing is, you can do whatever. Well, something to something to note here, guys, is that. When you're looking at the pictures, at least if you're if you're looking at the Droid Life article that we have in the show notes, is that if you watch the video, they say that much of the like the the metal band that's underneath like the watch face, that's that's not part of the watch. That's like one of those security things, you know, to prevent you know dirty press from stealing it. Um, so it's not as it's not as thick as. Um, you know, height-wise, as uh, as it might seem in the pictures. Sure. Though I agree that it is a little, it is a little, it is a little big. But I, I kind of, I don't know. Like maybe it just looks that way in pictures. I, I think this is a device that you have to actually put it on to see how it looks. I've seen a number of videos uh, where uh, you know people have been holding it in different positions or putting it on their arm and stuff like that. To me, it looks about the size of a of a pebble. It does actually have a little camera. At this part of the uh, the band, you know, so if you have it here or if you have it here, it'll basically stick out that way. And that, that actually is, is kind of cool, but it, it, as I kind of commented on the verge, it kind of takes creeper shots to a whole new level. You can put it Do out you on think the, that it's cool? Oh, yeah, the whole new generation of upskirt photography. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, Well, I, it might be a little it, obvious if you're sticking your arm underneath somebody's, you know, legs. But what if pervs you just... will find a way. What if you... Hold on. Pervs have found a way already. What if you just throw the watch and then, like... <laughs> you gotta, gotta pick it what up. Flashbang? Excuse me. Could you get awful. that? No, it's... Yeah, over there. Thank you. Uh, you know what it is? I don't think there's a lot the... you can do with a watch that's super interesting, Right. I mean, uh, most. I mean, displaying notifications and answering a phone call. Well, it's what Jeremy said, right? It's just it's notifications and prioritizing them. Like, is this important? If so, I'll pull out my phone. If not, then it goes archived or deleted or whatever. But you know, before you have to pull out your phone, which okay, cool. It's not a standalone the, device. It's a peripheral to your primary it's device. It's a second a screen, but way stripped down. It, I yeah. feel like they should have they should have not done the camera. Um, if, if they would have yeah. if they would have approached this more from the pebble standpoint, um, 
I think they would have done better, and the price would have been lower. At three hundred dollars, it's it's a total non-starter. Dead on arrival. It's three hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean it's a good yeah, it's piece of Yeah, it's a wow. good piece of engineering, but the, the downside is it, it's trying to aim for a market where you know watches just can't be that big, and if they are that big, they have to they have to be worthwhile, and like it's going to last maybe a day. You know, I think if you take it out of the confines of it being a watch. It being some sort of device that makes sense, but uh, I don't know. I, well, I don't see anything that it's doing in the forehead. from the video. I didn't see anything it's doing that the Pebble can't, and that's that's where I'm like, okay, so if somebody really wanted a smartwatch, oh, they can take pictures. Excuse me. When you should remember, this is like version one, so maybe iterative. Like the next few versions will eventually get to be implantable devices, and then that'll be cool. Well, one thing to think about, I know, like we talked about Tizen being what they're focusing on. I think they're spending a lot of time. Focusing on TouchWiz, you know, like the Note 3 has three requires three gigs of RAM, you know, really, and uh, there's no 16 gig Note 3, you know. Two and, and a half you, to run. You Tizen take a look at all these features; they're embedded yeah. into TouchWiz. <laughs> you have a Note phone. Well, that stylus is only going to use with with the TouchWiz apps. The smartphone is only going to work on the latest TouchWiz enabled, you know, phones like a S4 when it gets the 4.3 update, the S3 when it gets the the 4.3 update. And really just the Note 3 and like the Note 10. So I think they're focusing a lot on TouchWiz, and that eliminates a lot of the value of this smartwatch because you're only going to use it on a TouchWiz-enabled device. Yeah. I'm going to blow and your mind. Know, what if they put the fingerprint sensor on the watch? Either. Whoa, wait, Shane. What, Eric? Say that again and blow our minds. What, what if they put the fingerprint sensor on the watch so then you just put your thumb on it? Whoa. Eric, yeah, Samsung's very secure. I think Whoa. you need to start working for Make Apple. Do you work for Apple, Eric? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> so watches, oh, thumbs okay. down. All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, 64-bit smartphones, is this... Do we need that? Is this necessary? More RAM? We'll need them more... When we get to four gigs of RAM. We'll need them when we get to the Note 5 and it takes up like eight gigs of space. By, by the way, this was a good litmus test for if, if your tech journalist knew what they were talking about. If they if they just assumed that a 64-bit processor was going to be blazing fast because it was twice as many bits yeah. as a 32-bit processor, yeah. that just shows they, had a, they didn't really know what they're talking about. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple tech pundits or reviewers basically say, oh, it's going to be twice as fast, essentially, just because it's 64-bit. That's, that's not how it works. No. All their processors are twice as fast. Right? Yeah, it, yeah. The improvements are going to come with the actual design. You know, the number of transistors, all that kind of stuff, the the die and all that stuff. It's it's not just because oh, it does 64-bit instructions. That doesn't magically double the speed. And it should be pointed out, they said up to twice as fast. That's called weasel. Listen, you guys are overthinking this. Not getting two times. Wait, are you a politician? Thirty-two Shane? times two that? is 64. Therefore, it's two times as fast. Thank you, Eric. It's math, dude. It's math, okay? Do the math. Get your graphing calculator out. (laughs) (laughs) Let me show you a graph of what this looks like. (laughs) uh, I think it's interesting, this Android uh, Authority article saying that this could bring ARM to the server room. Having this ARM process. No, you don't think so? Okay. 
No. It There's also, so much more that goes into a server than the process. Well, that's duh. almost one of the least important things in a server. But do you see ARM servers? They could be like so small. No, I mean that's not. Yeah, the but the bottlenecks in but the bottlenecks in servers are usually disks and network. Yeah, and nothing to do with the processor. Yeah, but have you ever seen an ARM server? Okay. No, but there's no there's no compelling reason to. Well, now you might, because it supports it. I have no idea. Again, another great litmus test for to see if tech journalists know what they're talking about. To... <laughs> no, Shane, listen. Have you ever seen? <laughs> oh well. Well, I I think that you know to your point because if you look at both Android, I put both Android Authority articles in there. The one talking about 64-bit processors, which was pre-iPhone um, announcement, and then one that's talking about. Um, specifically Apple's announcement of a 64-bit processor. And, I mean, they seem, in both articles, they seem very, you know, it's very informative. It's not hyping it up, saying, like, you know, this is, you know, your your phone will now take pictures twice as fast. Um, so I I think that that's good. You know, it's it's just getting the information out there that this is something that ARM has done. And I don't necessarily think that, you know, a an ARM-based server is out of the question, um, really, it just—I mean, it—it it could happen. Whether it will happen, since Intel has such a you know stranglehold on the um, on the server market, I doubt it. But you know, it's it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I, I just want to say, you know, regarding 64-bit, the reason why you go 64-bit is because of addressability concerns. You can only access so much RAM. You can ask access so much so much space, basically, and it. It just doesn't magically increase speed. It just what they're doing to to the actual processor, the design of the SOC, you know, more transistors in the same amount of space, you know, the ability to com- compute more. That is where the speed increase comes from. It doesn't come just because they can execute 64-bit instructions, and that doesn't make it any more of a server. It doesn't make it that in and of itself doesn't make it a desktop class processor or whatever bullshit they're trying to spin. Anyway, so I'll digress from that. All I'm saying is that too much bullshit, and I think too many people are getting caught up in twice as fast for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, you have to you have to optimize it and spend a lot of time optimizing to get advantage of that 64-bit. And we won't you won't see them. It, it, I mean, everybody remembers how Windows 32-bit and 64-bit. I think even today, a lot of people still just put 32-bit on there. Um, you don't you don't see a magical increase just from being the 64-bit version of Windows. I mean, it just doesn't happen. It's just more complicated than that. And again, things like network lag are, will, will affect your app, um, you know, a lot uh, more than the 32-bit yeah, version of 64-bit. Yeah, but but it is just the natural evolution of ARM processors as they, you know, get to more and more memory. Though I th- I think it's not true that you need. You, you, there's something called PAE that we used to use in PCs. Yeah, you, physical they, address they have, extension. Yeah, they, they have that with uh, phones and all that too. So mm-hmm. you, you can address more than four gigs of RAM on a phone too. Yeah. Not quite my, as efficient as it. Yeah, my Chromebook here has a uh, 32-bit OS, but it can access up to 16 gigs of RAM simply because uh, the version of Linux that comes with it has physical address extension built in. And it's very common in pretty much all the Linux distros out there to include that by default. So even though you're running 32-bit OS, you can access a lot more memory than just 4 gigs. Same thing with Android and any other operating system. 
they choose not to do that in Windows because Microsoft's their dicks. But uh, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, makes sense. Is is that in the uh, is that in the TechNet That's article? That's the technical reason why Microsoft <laughs> or dicks. Uh, doesn't allow. Thank you. The technical jargon. Systems. They're dicks. Yeah, makes sense. Does this do anything like with battery life? I mean, would a 64-bit processor require twice I mean, the battery works. life? Hold on, let me be the dumb journalist. <laughs> it's got more megabits. It makes sense, right? Does the right? phone have to be twice as big? Is That's the phone going to have to be twice as big and or... It's got twice is this as much why the iPhone 5 is longer than the iPhone 4? Yes, 64-bit technology. Got to put it somewhere. I mean... Duh. That's yeah. also that's it's why it's heavy. It doesn't come out of thin air. It's true. At picks? Was there anything <laughs> yeah. else? Did we cover everything that you wanted to cover? We looked at the Moto X factory in Texas. We looked at the Droid X. And the Galaxy. Way too much. And the Galaxy. We talked gear. about the Galaxy Nexus. <clears throat> yes. Did we? That's a full show. That's it then. All right. Do we bring up the Transformer oh. Prime, Galaxy Nexus, Verizon, and Apple? Okay. Oh, and, and the G, and the G one. <clears throat> and the G one. That's right. And Tizen. Is it and Tizen? Anyone want to mention the Chromecast real quick? All right. Eric, at pick, go. Still sucks. Still sucks. <laughs> my my ad pick this week is a little game called Reaper, and it's from a uh, it's from a company called Hexage, and I. I used them as uh, used one of their old apps uh, in one of the early shows. Um, it was called Robotech. I used it as my app pick. Um, Reaper is a fun little game. They describe it. They say it's an RPG, which the I guess maybe a little bit. Um, it's an it's an action RPG because you can like equip swords and I don't know like greaves and all sorts of nerdy crap onto your character. Um, but basically, you just you have this big overworld map, and um, when you encounter like uh, enemies, it shoots down to um, you know more of like a side scrolly type uh, thing where you're you're using your finger to swipe up and down and tap to swing your sword and jump and do all sorts of neat little tricks. Um, it's actually it's fun. Um, they say that it's optimized for uh, controllers like the Moga or the Nvidia Shield, which is really cool. Um, I see that because it is really difficult to play this game on my phone, even though it is, it's fun, but it definitely needs a controller. Um, it would be cool if it were on Ouya, just because that's the controller based, you know, Android console that I have. But, um, you know, if you have one of these MOGA devices that we talked about, the little handheld controller with the dock for your phone, um, this would be a really fun game to play with that. Uh, it's free. For the first uh, ten levels of your character, and then after that, if you like the game, you can buy the game. Uh, I think that the what they call the premium edition, which is the version that you buy, is like three ninety nine or something like that. I think it's three ninety nine. Then they have like a a super special edition for four ninety nine. Um, so that's that is it. It's called Reaper. Eric, what if you're so good, level ten is just enough, and you just continue playing the game? as the most badass level 10 the world has ever seen. You know what, Matt? I, I don't have the answer to that question. Um, I, I don't know. Sure. Maybe maybe okay. the game shuts off. Ah. Um, maybe, maybe. It, maybe it just... I, I don't know. We'll have to find out. 
Wow, you, you are in journalist mode today. Jesus asking all these questions. It's a, it's a great app pick, Eric, but what I really want to know, what our listeners and readers really want to know is, is it 64-bit twice as fast capable? All right, Nick, give it us... Is, it is 64-bit, but you need one of the bigger phones. You ah, need to play it on a note. Sure, makes sense. Notes are... Mm-hmm. All right, shut up, nope. Eric. Uh, Nick, app pick. Uh, well, the one I wanted to talk about today is Antutu. Anyone that's used this program uh, recently will uh, notice that it has uh, gone through a number of updates. Basically, uh, well, I, don't, I don't remember all the research for the updates, but it's a good benchmarking program. Uh, there's a, at least a couple new tests, one for uh, OpenGL 2.0 and for the newer devices, OpenGL 3.0. But uh, you can uh, you know, compare your phone with others around the world, all sorts of tests that it runs from you know, memory to CPU, disk access, etc. And uh, it's a pretty popular benchmarking utility. And uh, anyways, I just recommend it. You can kind of see some interesting stats about your phone as well compared to other devices. So, and Tutu, uh, they just had another update. They had like two in the last couple of days or in the last week or so. So I use it at least on every device. So Nice. Do you like that better than Quadrant? Um, I think it's a little more interesting to watch than Quadrant, but uh, I think really people just end same up using thing. all of them at the same time. They compare all right. the devices with using the different uh, programs. So That's cool. Right on. Benchmark. Uh, Shane, epic. Is their forum still, yeah. still hacked? Uh, no, sorry, forget it. My my, it's fine. I'm good. Did you just get hacked, Eric? <laughs> Every website I go to, it says the site has been hacked. I don't get it. All right, sorry, Shane. App pick. Yeah, so my app pick is a keyboard that recently went, I guess, went public called Min- Minuum. Minu Minuum. 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 And it's a. It's a radical, pretty radical design um, in terms that the keyboard is pretty much one line on the bottom of your phone, and it has excellent uh, predictions based on you know if you get pretty close to a letter and then your next letter figures out what word you you're typing. And I have to say it's pretty cool having all that extra screen real estate on your phone. Uh, to type, and I'm now as fast on, on with Minium as I was with uh, SwiftKey. Um, and it, it it uses, uh, you know, you have access to Google's voice dictation if you want to use that. It doesn't hide that like Swipe used to. Um, you still get, uh, use the full keyboard. In fact, it it's pretty good at picking out when you'd want to use the full keyboard, like you're entering a username or password. Obviously, the password you don't you can't use the the normal mode, so it's pretty smart about that. Uh, but I was skeptical, but now I'm a huge fan. Um, not quite as big a fan of uh, Minium as I am of the Chromecast, but uh, pretty big. Equally, how, how equally does this big. work? I've I've been trying to type on this stupid thing all show. Like, do you have to do you have to hit the letters and then choose the word that you want, or how do you hit? Where's the space bar, man? I don't get it. No space bar, bro. No space bar. There's a space bar if you want. You just have to break Jeez. out your comfort level, Eric. Okay. I, I think maybe I just need maybe I need to watch the video because you know when you when you t- like, and what what's the order of the what's the order of the keys? 
Is it supposed it to be like the, the each row of the keyboard or? Uh, I don't think so. They did a lot of actual um, science to come up with this, is my understanding. This is based on a research project. And whatever configuration they came up with, I guess it's based on how people actually type, I guess. Yeah, Eric, this is science, okay? Quit asking so many stupid questions. <laughs> I don't think my brain works right because this shit is just confusing. Yeah. Yeah, it's really easy to enter your password on the Chromecast and uh, using the keyboard and all that. And <laughs> searching for songs you want to listen yep. to in the Chromecast and Google Play Music, it works out pretty good. Yeah. Hey, have and you? Stream, you know what? Side note on the on the Chromecast, I thought that if you downloaded like if you downloaded a Google Play movie video thingy onto your device, that it would stream from the device to your TV. Negative. It just tells the TV to stream the thing from the internet. That nice. is so yeah, stupid. That's, what, that, that's so you, what it said on day one. So you download it No, twice, they said Sarah. something about streaming. I thought if you download it, whatever, it's, it's no. still stupid shame Wait, radio. Guys, it's not even released in, uh, for Myanmar, is it? <laughs> Ooh. Hey, Ooh. it's called VPN. Ooh, in your face. Have you guys messed with Flexi at all? It's another weird keyboard thing. Flexi, F-L-E-K-S-Y. Oh. <laughs> I just want to add, Minuum does not work well on an Nexus 7. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Too big or what? It works okay in portrait, not landscape. Uh, it's, just a, it's, it's just science. I, I don't man. think they sell it's it. It's science, Eric? Okay. <laughs> it's just science. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. I have an app pick. I know I picked it, but it was like years ago. And since we were talking about the Droid X, and I just really haven't come up with any new apps lately so uh you need to if you are on an old phone like a galaxy nexus or a droid x and the chrome browser is just a laggy pig you should try the opera browser and i know we've recommended this before but i just should reiterate that they've updated it and it's awesome and uh it's so fast i've been just like opening chrome and then setting my phone down and letting it load like opera actually loads quickly so it's it's kind of nice so i just thought i would mention that does that version of Opera use the Blink engine? Uh, yes. I just guessed that, so I really don't know. Okay. Is that the thing that, like, re-renders your images so they're smaller or something? No. Oh, no, that's the new uh, browser engine that Google is developing for Chrome. It's oh, already in right, Chrome. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Opera, Opera was one of the companies that said they were going to use it. Yeah, it's just WebKit for Right. So they're removing lines of code that are no longer used from WebKit, but they're naming it Throne so they can make these changes without well, going through and, the committee. In the, in the latest Opera version, it says it's based on Chromium 28. So I don't know if that helps. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like it might be Blink. Yeah, I don't know. But it's fast. It, it is really nice. And I use it for reference and stuff when, I don't, when I'm like in a hurry for some info and I don't want to wait for Chrome to load up. Getting terrible. They need to fix that soon. Does that work with... Really? Chrome is pretty fast on my Nexus 4. Really? Maybe it's just my phone then, because it, it does work decent on my tablet, on the Nexus 10 too, so I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just old phones. Droid X's and Galaxy Nexus's. There you go. Eric, what's our dumb email address? Well, Matt, it's not dumb. It's actually show at attackoftheandroids.com. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> oh, I love that. I wish I could just listen to that over and over again. All right, uh, I'd be happy to record some stuff for you to fall asleep to. Fantastic. I look forward to re recording that and falling asleep to it. 
Uh, tag of the androids.com, subscribe in iTunes and your other favorite RSS readers and whatnots, and give us reviews. And hang out with us on the Google Plus community throughout the week. Uh, if you want to know when the shows are live, follow the Twitter or the Facebook page. We always post there. And, of course, check out Yats on Wednesday and Point and Shoot on Thursday. So, Nick, Shane, Eric, good job, guys. Do we have a YouTube, do we have a YouTube channel, too? We have a playlist that has all of these in there, but yeah. Okay. So find yeah, it. Works, I'm not works great tell you. Chromecast. Yeah, you can watch it on your Chromecast. That's right. On the big screen. You can put <laughs> us on the big screen. I beat you to it, Eric. <laughs> ah. I'll, I'll wait for my 64-bit Chromecast. It'll be twice as big. It'll be twice as fast. And yep. twice as big. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great evening. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.